Welcome back to the Forever Young Podcast, a Chinese medicine-based podcast by students for pretty much everyone. We release episodes fortnightly on Thursday, so if you're new here, feel free to subscribe or follow us to keep up to date with our latest episodes. Um, I'm Brendan, and I'm joined by three other co-hosts. We've got Nick. G'day, guys. Charlene. Hello. And Timmy. Hey, how you doing? Early morning today. Again, I always mention that every time we have an early morning recording session. And again, every time you mention it, it's not early morning. <laughs> it is so early morning. It's 20 past nine. I want my rest, okay? I'm tired. <laughs> I'm sleepy. What time did you wake up? Uh, seven. Yeah, so did I. Yeah, but I complain about it more than you. <laughs> it's different. <laughs> what time did you go to bed? Like one thirty, I think. Oh, yeah, nah, that was my own fault. That was my own doing. You should listen to the sleep podcast that we did. Yeah, no, my sleep hygiene is all over the place right now. It is so bad. I think it's just got messed up because of exams and everything. Yeah, but everything's done for us. Yeah, am I allowed? Are we we timestamping that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I'm. I'm just glad that we're done. Like, I can actually, I can actually live my life now. But now everything's crashing down because I'm sick. Yeet. Fair (laughs) enough. (laughs) So, what are we talking about today, friends? Uh. Well, we're going to go over lower back pain, um, everything to do with lower back pain. So, the what causes it, how we like to treat it, little tidbits, um, little experiences and everything. Yeah, yeah pretty much. See what we talk, what we, uh, what we. Well, I don't know where my brain was going. I just had a mental brain fart. I'm like, and then just nothing. Do you know what's a fun fact? I like lower back pain. Do you like? You like lower back pain? No, I don't. <laughs> I don't like any pain, to be honest. Um, but yeah, the name the name for lower back pain is like lumbago. How's lumbago. How nice is that? You say lumbago? Yeah, I say lumbago. Yeah, I thought it was lumbago. <laughs> <laughs> oh, lumbago sounds like oh, it's a pain. Like it's a, <laughs> it's a pain to say. But if I had lumbago, it's nice. Lumbago. <laughs> it sounds really fun <laughs> when you say lumbago. Yeah, but if I say like lumb. What you guys Lumbago. 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 It kind of sounds like a um, like a villain out of a... Uh, like a Lumbago or Lumbago? Lumbago Lum- sounds like a spell from Harry Potter. Lumbago. Lumbago. <laughs> 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 uh, I thought it sounded like some sort of food. I don't know. <coughs> when you said bago, bago it reminds me of bagels. bagels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like love bagels. Shoot. Good. Yeah. good for your stomach, no good for your lower back pain. Why is it stress related then? It's different. Mm. All right. So, what's your com- what's your most common commonly seen lower back pain? Like when it comes into your clinic, how do you see it? Do you uh, see it often? People that go to the gym. Maybe we'll heavily. start with that. People go to the gym heavily. Usually, I see that. Like it's like they've gone to the gym too often, or just uh, you know pulled it doing what something. It's like a, usually acute. Some vigorous activity. Yeah, it's usually acute. Some <laughs> don't take <laughs> that seedy ass little wink you had there. God damn! <laughs> some rigorous activity in s- some sleazy ass wink. <laughs> you nasty. There's there are kids listening. <laughs> there are children. Charlie, <laughs> uh, do you how do you see lower back pain often? And I do, but mostly I see it associated with other things. Like it's not just lower back pain they'll come in for something else and they're like oh yeah i get lower back pain but that's normal and i think we spoke about this earlier about how they think that living with pain is normal but i think yeah i think that's like a big problem where people just live with it and accept it they're like "Hmm, 
Just not that keen. Yeah, or just I'm getting older, so you know the body age. Oh, I hear that a lot. Like, I'm getting older. It's like I'm getting older. This is a, just a part of you know just getting a part old. Of life. And I'm just like, uh, but you can still treat it. It's just it sucks. It doesn't need to be part of mm. life. It doesn't have to be, like identify with their own life mm. too much. You know. Do you guys uh, normally get like a lot of sharp? sort of pain or like a lot of dull more dull standing. more dull mm. it's like that kind of thing that's just kind of just there um I don't, yeah it's it's usually the ones that you know your cheese tag type ones where they sit down for a while and then they get up and it hurts mm. a little more stiffer in that sense do Ooh. you think it's because of um uh it's due to like people sitting down a lot more than usual do you yeah maybe that's what's causing a lot of the mm-hmm. lower back pain which could do? be what did you just do with the sound? That sounds great. Oh, no, that's fine. It's just headphone stuff. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say. Yeah, it definitely could be because, like, we now sit down, like, a lot because, like, there's a lot more office jobs and things like that. So, a lot more hip problems as well. I talked to one of my patients and I told her about um, standing desks and to request one from, like, the, the office or whatever. Talked to HR and stuff, and they got like a standing desk, and like a lot of her pain problems just like mm. went away. And now she has problems with her feet. They give you like little mats to stand on, I think. Yeah, but have you ever? St- oh, do you stand up at work? Yeah, all the time. Yeah, all, yeah. Like all day. That's that's. I would not do. I would not like to do that. Like just standing because it's like walking. Because I'm walking most of the time at my work. Walking's not as bad, but yeah. standing, standing is static, a lot worse. It, like in only one spot. I'd when I worked at that commercial laundry, that's all I did for six and a half hours. I had chronic lower back pain. Yeah, same with what I worked at Maccas too. That one time I worked at the laundry place and I had chronic lower <laughs> back pain. Chronic lower back pain and chronic depression. That was <laughs> <laughs> that place was so bad. But um, that's what was that one story. lady you used to talk about over there? <laughs> the what? <laughs> there was that one like Maltese lady or something like that. She loved me, dude. Yeah. That is hilarious. <laughs> they all loved me. They all loved me, of course. Oh, it was just yeah. a it was like a workplace full of little old ladies. Never seen anything like it in my life. It was crazy. <laughs> they all like ran by a like a bell. So as soon as the bell went, I was like they were robots. Like everything got dropped, lunch. It was insane. Never seen anything like it in my life. Anyways. On to lower back pain. <laughs> they probably had lots of lower back mm-hmm, pain. Indeed. Did you have little mats to stand on? Yeah, but still no. Yeah, yeah, it was it was pretty bad. I bought insoles for my sh- boots, um, but still. Yeah, on that on that, do you guys see a lot of um, lower back patients that trace down to like a knee instability or like a foot instability that goes all the way up to the lower back? Do you see that a lot? Um, it's good to look for, especially like I know myself. Like I was having some hip problems like I get a bit of clicking and stuff and the person I went to see for that like assessed my lower back I was like oh you're probably gonna get like you probably do get pain like a bit higher and I was like oh that's like wow like I actually yeah I do and then like yeah he also assessed my knees and my feet and stuff yeah that's and that's where I like figured out I walk like a duck and whatnot oh you walk like a duck yeah I walk with like my, my feet facing out <laughs> like in a Y shape like a clown yeah did you guys yeah, like a clown did you guys notice that I've never noticed that from you. Like, a lot of people do it. I wonder if I do it now. I think dancers do it as well. The slight turnout. I think it's just talking about like normally. If I ask you from walking from A to B, do you have any inversion of your feet? Yeah, my one of my feet goes like 
in inverted. Oh, that is that wait, the other in, way. That's a flat. Is it flat foot? Do you mean? Do you mean flat foot or do you mean? No, just ever so slightly. I don't know. I think I was. I started by overcompensating for a foot injury, and then I just continued it. Mm. That's that's such a common thing. It's like, oh, I had this previous injury, and now I've like overcompensated for it, and now it's like just a thing. Um, it's really bad with like ankle problems. Yeah, yeah. but and, and, and that's that, not what we're talking about today. No, but that uh, that leads up to like like what I was talking about. Like it does affect the lower back if you constantly are putting more weight on one leg than the other. I see that a lot. Like I ha- there's a I've seen a patient where like she plays the bass constantly. So it's like a heavy thing on her shoulder and she's constantly having to put more weight in her right than her left because the body like the body of the guitar is on the right. No, uh, so the heavy like the heavy side of the bass is actually on the right side, so then you know, you have to lift more on the right and it did affect all of her hip, her low back and and her shoulder. She didn't really put two and two together. I'm like, it's cause you you're in a band. It's just like, oh yeah, true. Yeah, being in a band, bad for your lower back. Mm. And just one of your shoulders. All that, all that rock star, all that rock star life just affects your lower back. Done. <laughs> Did you give her any advice to take with her? Well, like, this, like it's a quit the band. <laughs> quit the band. <laughs> quit the band. Your lower back. No, it's like great. a, it's like a condi- no, What do you call it? Uh, it's something you really can't avoid because she's, you know, in a band you can't sell it and not do it. Like she don't. She, I told her to, to strengthen it up and go to the gym and. You know, do the stretches and all that, but again, it's she does it like four times a week. So yeah, again, it comes back to like what we were talking about ages ago with um, like form and like building good form while doing certain activities. Um, and that even comes back to like when I walk. You know, I walk with that duck-like feet, um, but I notice a massive difference if I don't. So if I like straighten my feet. I notice a massive difference like through my knees and my hips and then in my lower back because it's like I'm walking properly, like how I'm meant to be walking. Yeah, well, what's the difference? Like, what do you, what <coughs> difference do you feel? Less pain and less clicking. Um, but because I like in the mornings I get a different pain, be- like especially the days after because and it's like on my out lateral foot kind of near. I don't know where it's near. But... Um, and that's just like a pulling sensation because like the muscles are tired. Oh, so you uh, so you're using muscles that you generally don't normally yeah, use, yeah, because of that like whole posture and everything. Yeah, <coughs> I feel like when I'm like doing proper form in the gym and I'm like and I'm working like when I finally work figure out how to do it and I feel muscles that I'm supposed to be working and I'm like, nice. Do you get that feeling? No. <laughs> <laughs> just just all about that bad feel, <laughs> bad form. I think I had one patient who was a truck driver and he came in constantly for lower back pain. And I was like, maybe try putting like a cushion underneath your seat when you drive and that will add some support to you. So you like, you won't have that sometimes like that sciatic, the the nerve shooting pain down your leg and stuff like that. Wait, what, did he, what did he present with, sorry? What did that patient present with? Uh, lower back pain. Just lower back pain with yeah, like... Yeah, yeah. Sometimes he gets like some sciatic shooting pain. So like a bit of like nervy sensation down <coughs> the back of his leg. But yeah, I told him, try putting a cushion underneath. Like it's, you can't tell someone to like stop driving and like get out of the car and like stretch a bit before. But like... Yeah, because yeah, especially truck drivers, they drive for like hours on end. Um, so what was your like Chinese medicine diagnosis for him? Tune blood Just tune blood 
like a lot of stagnation where it's like it just doesn't move because it's staying in the same position for so long. And what did it feel like when you palpated? Was it hard or was it soft or was it like lumpy? No, I think it was soft. Okay. Like it was like very soft. It was like, oh, yeah. Very tender. Very tender. But it wasn't like um, like people who went to the gym sort of Like that ropey it's feeling. It's like ropey sort of tight sort of feeling. But this one was more like soft. It was like soft, but it's like so... Like I think it's deficient and stag where it's like you just don't... Long-term stag leads to deficiency, yeah. Yeah. You guys have had um, cases where the back is just like solid rock, right? And what's the feeling of needling it? Needling it is not too bad, actually. Um, normally, like, you almost feel that, like, release-type sensation yeah, when you put it yeah. in. It's like, yeah. Sometimes. I've had, I've needled patients where, like, if they have chronic lower back pain. Um, I know I know one in particular where uh, it's actually a good friend of mine just decided to have to do acupuncture for him. Um, he had, I think his hips are misaligned. So they're a little bit too far forward. So there's a little bit of too much stretch on the lower back. I have that problem too. Yeah. Oh, is that like a, is that like a poor posture from sitting down or something? Cause Probably. I can imagine because I, I feel like I might have that too. But anyway, was needling his back and needle would just not go in. Like it would just, it would took so long before I had to stimulate it and then eventually get to a, a point where it actually penetrated the muscle more than, it's long, not too long, but longer than usual. And I penetrated the, uh, penetrated the actual firm muscle and, like it's, you could feel how how locked up it was. It was crazy, absolutely nuts. So when you're palpating the lower back, what are you guys like feeling for? Like, so somebody comes in with lower back pain, and you're like, "Yep, let me have a feel." What are you like palpating for? The tender spots first. I think for me, it's the tender spots first, and just to see where it's at. Like generally, it's always going to be bladder twenty three. Is like that area is where it's at. So. Well, let's start with, like, where do you consider, like, lower back pain? Mm. Oh, yeah, I was going to ask that before. Um, Lumbar spine. Would you would you consider, like, sacral spine still lower back? Mm, it's more SI stuff or, like, yeah. But when a patient comes in, they're like, oh, I've got, like, lower back pain and they're pointing, like, right above their butt crack. Like, is that, would you still consider that lower back pain or? Mm. Fair enough, fair what enough. Would you consider SIJ? Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I'd say that less than the CCs, the chief complaints. It's everyone refers that to as lower back. I've noticed. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's like it's just like semantics to me, where it's like, I I'm just pointing this, but it means this. It's like uh, I understand. Like from a patient side of view, they're just like, this is all just lower back stuff. It's like, how else do you address it? Yeah. So yeah, I just have a feel around like, yeah, lumbar spine, sacrum. What are you looking out for? Material stuff. Um, I normally like to ask what they've been doing because it's like, oh, have you been going to the gym? All right, cool. What exercises have you been doing? If they've gone to like sit down for long periods of time or they've had it for age, they've had it forever, then I have a look at like, oh, okay, maybe it's more like um, in the lower back, sort of sitting down for long periods of time, something like that. Depends on what they've really been doing and then I just refer to the muscles and stuff. From there. Nice. Charlene, do you have a lot of experiences with palpating the lower back pain patients and stuff? And um, kind of. So, as Tom was saying, like you feel for the muscles and the tightness, ropiness, but then I also feel down the spine and just um, make sure if the, there's no pain um, down the middle and then 
on either side of the spine and make sure everything's kind of aligned and where it should be. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, that's go for the hips. Yeah, no, that's something, that's a good segue into something that I was thinking about. So when you have a patient whose lower back pain isn't necessarily muscular, it's more skeletal, it's more of that associated with the spine or a scoliosis. Like slip discs and slip stuff like discs that. Slip discs and um, DJD and all that, like the osteoarthritis of the actual vertebrae. I've been completely lost when it comes to that type of stuff. Like I, I can do what I can, like I can release the muscles around, but at the end of the day you can't. Well, for me, anyway, there's only so much you can do with Accu. I don't. Know, I wanted to know if you guys had something, any like like experiences with that, um, or or what you did and what was effective, or what you find is effective. Yeah, like low grade pr- disc protrusions, <coughs> um, are quite not easy to treat, but eff- like treated effectively through acupuncture. You know, you know, you use a lot of those like l- local lower back points, um. Or you can use a lot of like distal points and stuff like that, but I've seen some good results through treating like disc protrusions and stuff like that. So did you just needle around the muscle, or was it more like yeah, your your do meridian? Um, like no, I was doing more like bladder meridian stuff. Just bladder meridian, yeah, because yeah, I was doing a similar thing, but I wasn't getting any results. It was just weird because I was just like, what, what do I do? Like you palpate it, and to be honest, you can actually feel the misalignment. It was weird as hell, um, and yeah, I was just completely lost. I've been I, I I did like three treatments on them. Did you do jargies? I did jargies. I did jargies. I, I like I did the f- I even did thread jargie, like just threading through. Did you go downwards or did you go inwards? Um, at first I did inwards, mm-hmm. um, just to see how it go. No effect. So then I tried threading, two forties, one uh, were facing each other, towards the pain area. No. Oh, yeah. Um. And still nothing. And coupled that with a bladder twenty three and twenty five, and um, st- again, still nothing. It was just. You could always try like moxa, on the lower back there too. Yeah, we did. I think we did um, warming warming the needle. I think um, it had been pretty good because it was like an osteoarthritis case. Um, but uh, I think I, I needed to see how that how they progressed with uh, herbs. Because uh, mostly just gave them the herbs to support arthritis. What um, what were you giving them? Uh, Duo Xing one. Um, uh, uh, well, there's also been trials where it is effective for like elderly patients. That I, I looked up and I'm like, oh yeah, like osteoarthritis for elderly patients. So I'm like, yeah, I really want to see where this goes because um, it, it was just it was just like a, a time where I'm like, uh, I'm not really doing much for these guys, and I don't want them to keep coming back to me if I'm not doing anything. So it's it, important to like find that spot like where it's like I'm not actually doing much like let's refer off yeah it's hard it was hard though because that particular patient was kind of like down in the dumps and I was like you know like a little bit tough because they they you know usually get patients and I think we talked about it we talk about it all the time but we usually the ones to we they usually come to us when they've done everything else and they're like okay let's try natural remedies um so it's it, it I do find myself being in that like a very kind of difficult position and being like I can't do anything and then it's it's like what do I do you know so I don't this this was a complete like tangent but no 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 it's, yeah. it's definitely something that should be brought up because it's a something that happens like almost you know happens a lot um is that like people will come in and they're like I've got chronic pain or whatever and then um like you give them a few treatments and nothing gets better um, it could be due to, like, external factors. So, like we were talking about before, it's like, are they sitting down for long periods of time? Like, what 
you know, what are they doing every day, everyday life that might be causing them that extra pain or, you know, you know, are they walking properly or are they sitting properly? Do they sit with bad or good posture? You know, do they go on long drives? Yeah. You know, these type of things. Um, and that that's all it might be is that it's just that your treatments are like doing what they need to be doing, but the rest of their life isn't. I and think it's it just takes yeah, like yeah, it's a, a lot of courage to to like talk to the patient, <coughs> be like, "This is probably not like I can't, this is out of like this is the best I can do, and like this is like probably refer them off." That's like the best thing you can do for the patient as well, because like you can't just have them around just to be like, just try this or yeah, just money this. bags. Really, yeah. it's, well, it's, it was it gets ridiculous. At first, it was kind of like, "Look, I want to try try different approaches. I've tried Moxa, I've tried Electro, I've tried." Um, I was refraining from doing cupping. Uh, I mean. It definitely depends on the patient, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because he's old, a little bit older. I don't want to, again, I don't want to put anything in this al- more out of a line because uh, if you feel it, it's crazy. Like the actual spine itself, when I was palpating, goes, kind of dips. It's sorry, I wasn't talking to the mic, but it kind of dips down like a little bit. Crazy. And it's pain where, where it does dip. So it was a very interesting case. Really, really interesting. And I'd, I'd love to study it further. But. Like, unfortunately, we can't really see the patients anymore. Did you have x-rays and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah. It was confirmed, like, osteoarthritis and spon... Was it spondylitis? Spondylosis, yeah. Spondylosis, yeah. Um, so, confirmed, like, osteoarthritis, spondylosis. I think it was L4, I think it was. Okay. Yeah. He was an older gentleman, so it was a, it's a pretty fair case, you know? Yeah, and some of those cases are pretty hard to treat. Um, and you... You know, you got to see a lot of them to see what works and what doesn't work, and what's going to work for you, if that makes sense. Like, you know, in the way you treat and the way your techniques are applied, the way you needle and things like that. You know, because yeah. everybody's different in the way they treat, and everybody's different in the way they come into the clinic. I I, so I feel it's tough because it's like lo- things like chronic lower back pain takes a long time to relieve, and no one has like there's there's a very few amount of people that can drop like eighty bucks every time they come in for a return like obviously yeah definitely but like when we open up our own practices it's like they're dropping like 80 bucks and for a low low back pain condition that could probably span out to even like maybe like three six months yeah you know you're you're talking like a long time and you you know you must tell your patients that that you know these things do take time to treat um and they're like quite chronic conditions so you know Continual treatment over a certain period of time should help relieve the pain, but you know, can't yeah. promise anything. Yeah, it's, and like imagine in if it, like you're spending X amount of money and nothing happens, it's like it's kind of hard to kind of kind of hard to oh what's the what's the word? You don't want to do that to someone, you know, to like especially to a patient, you know. Yeah, and you, it's it's not an ego hit, but you know, it sort of is. It's like I you know put a lot of effort in and it's still not doing anything and like they've put a lot of effort in and you're still not getting anywhere and it's i I imagine that's quite difficult Um, yeah um, i feel that feel that so uh somebody comes in with lower back pain what do you what conditions are you thinking about like first like when they say their chief complaint is like lower back pain chinese medwise or just yeah chinese medwise yeah like where do you go to first um guys what would you say kidney yeah, I'd say kidney. Um, I'd always just deduce it to trauma first. I, I get, I guess, I'm, I'm very judgy, and I just see like I, I 
see what the patient presents. If they're like lower back pain and they're older, I think more kidney. But if they're younger and they're like lower back pain, I think it's just more cheap and blood stake, like trauma based because um, generally, I don't know, just like a just very generalizing kind of thing until obviously further examination. What are you doing? What's your diet like? What's your, like, do you, or have you always got lower back pain? Worse, females worse with period, this and that, you know? Uh, do you look for or do you see a lot of like cold stagnation in the lower back? Like that uh, cold, either cold damp or, you know, like that cold stagnation um, where you're like, where you like feel the back and it's like ice cold. Ice cold. Yeah, I think for me at least it's like it always come. They always come in with a, another chief complaint, and then I have a feel. It's like, oh yeah, do you get lower back pain? Like, yeah, I do get lower back pain. It's not like a chief complaint where they have like they have like kidney, some sort of kidney problems, a cold invasion, and then it affects the lower back pain sort of thing. Where it's like, yeah, for me at least that I've seen for cold sort of cold B syndrome. Yeah. Right. Do you find that you use cupping and then relieve that cold stag a little bit? Because uh, Nick, I remember you you talked yeah, about yeah. that a lot. And I really, I really actually like that concept. And I always get really fascinated every time I take off the cup, cups. I feel it, and I'm like, "Ooh, it's cold." Yeah, it's good to like draw that cold out. Yeah, it's really cool, actually. What do we? Sorry, I know I don't just ask the question, but I just dive yeah, that's okay. for a second. If you cupped, took out the cold, the moxar straight after. Do you think that's like an that'd be more effective because you're drawing out the cold and inputting a little bit of warmth. I mean, um, I'm sure it wouldn't hurt. It, I don't it, know. I think it might depend though. Like, let's say that um, you opened up all the pores and you insert heat straight away. Like, would yeah, that be that's too hot for... It could, yeah, it could be. That's what I was thinking too. Like, it could be something. I don't even know. I don't know. I, would, I, I feel like it would be have, have to be like a trial and error thing. Mm. Might be too harsh. Talking about cold, it is freezing in here, Tom. Yeah. Is it, it is cold. My hands are warm. You got yeah, my hands are warm, Charlie but my hands like are always like sweaty warm. Charlie looking like an Eskimo right now, like an ice climber. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out <laughs> to Smash. <laughs> Did you cop Smash yet? Hmm? Did you buy Smash yet? No, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. I'll lend you mine. Oh, no, get on, before, get on it before China, dude. Yeah, I was thinking about it. Yeah, about yeah. It. yeah. Because I don't play Smash that often, and it's on your account, anyways. That's a good point. Now, have you guys got aces? You two have, but Mario, yes. You got aces too. I should get aces before China then. Oh, then we could play on all Yeah, switches. that's what I want to do. Oh. That's what I really want to do. Uh. All right. Anything <laughs> else? <laughs> good intermission there. Uh, good, anything else? Um, when you like talking about lower back pain, thinking about lower back pain. Oh, like something I do want to mention is the the fact that um, we talked about lower back pain, like everyone feels lower back pain, even when there's like nothing wrong there. Oh. But elaborate. Yeah. Um, what, do you, what do you mean by that? So it's like, um, do you know how like, uh, like people who suffer from chronic back pain, it's like physiologically all the muscles and stuff has repaired, whatever, but they're still getting that signal sent to the brain to be like, oh, Oh yeah, my lower back's really sore, and then like the doctors will have a feel. They'll be like, "Oh no, you're like your back's fine. Like you're not doing anything. Just like, yeah, just take some uh, Panadol Osteo or something. Yeah, that's Osteo. Oh, what's the other one? Um, Voltaren, Voltaren Osteo. Or Panadine Fort or something. Or Panadine Fort. I think is on the the list. You need like a proper prescription. Oh yeah, because it's got thing in it. But yeah, definitely like Voltaren. 
what tower of fifties. And if he gets too strong, just um, what's the injection called again? The cortisone injection. Yeah, yeah that's oh. it. Cortisone. They're just like, oh, is it too bad? Oh, go get cortisone. Don't worry about it. It might be just a misunderstanding for me, but I find it so like sometimes it hel- sometimes it helps, but then sometimes it sounds like it definitely helps with yeah. Like, I, it definitely helps with pain, but it doesn't help with the condition. That's what and that's what I always a, tell my patients. Sometimes it's like a band aid thing. It doesn't help everyone. Sometimes. Yeah, I've seen that. Well, like, yeah, that's the true. patient. Yeah, the patient that. I saw try try to was it cortisone cortisol yeah yeah cortisone steroid, steroid yeah. injection nothing can you imagine a cortisol injection you don't have enough stress in your life here let me <laughs> <laughs> okay, there you go that's some stress well. cortisol is the um, stress all yeah the right right yeah. Yeah, yeah no 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 got that I, <laughs> no no I was just like telling you and the listeners whoever doesn't know like, yeah when you're stressed you re- your brain releases cortisol and be like fight or flight let's do it yeah. yeah but I always like tell my patients like like yeah like if you want to get it for the pain like go ahead like I'm not going to stop you obviously um, but be aware that if it does help with the pain your pain will more than likely come back um, three to six months you'll be like alright in three months you'll be like oh it's kind of niggly again and then in six months we'll be back to where you started and then you're looking at another cortisone injection how about um, so slightly relevant, but how about um, sh- frozen shoulder patients that causes them a lot of pain, and they use um, cortisone injections to relieve that? Because you know how frozen shoulder usually alleviates in a couple months, was it six months or something? Yeah, I think um, it's a twelve month prognosis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if they use the cortisone injection um, and find the pain relief through there, do you think that's effective? Because it's got, it clears up within twelve uh, within less than twelve months anyway. So, do you think that'd be okay for that type of condition? I still think you're not actually treating the root cause. Um, and I think that's where we come in, like, really well. It's like, we can help treat the root cause and help retrain the brain, like what Tom was saying, like, with that um, sending pain signals. You know, through acupuncture, you can help resend the brain, uh, resend those signals and retrain the brain to stop thinking about the pain and stop sending those signals and be like, oh, so there's actually, like, no damage or, you know, whatever. Um. To be fair, though, I think that sometimes for some patients, like cortisone injections be like, oh, this is what it's like to have no pain. And then it helps the patient to be like, oh, yeah, help reset no it. Yeah, it yeah. helps reset as well. But but if there is like something wrong, it will more than likely come back. Yeah, definitely. Um, definitely. Especially if you're talking like Chinese med, like chi deficiencies or, you know, stagnations or Bee things like that. Stuff like that. Yeah, like... The cortisone will help, but if you're not moving the damp or, you know, help move the blood or whatever, um, it's not going to make a difference in the end. Um, Tracing back to what you're talking about with the kind of phantom pain thing, um, have you guys found that someone's lower back pain went a little bit deeper into more of something emotional? Like they were depressed because you know how like kidney kind of pertains to something of a more sorrow type. Was it fear? Sorry? Yeah, fear. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you find that people uh, who suffer, you know, certain, like, maybe depression or something, they f- it links in with their lower back? At all? I haven't, like, seen it clinically, but it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I talked to, talk to some friends who do have that sort of thing, but I've never treated them, which sucks because it's like, oh, it's a good treatment. <laughs> but like, no. So do you make that connection between yeah, the emotional side to... Yeah, because I definitely, like, I know what they're like already, and then I'm like, "Oh, can I have a quick feel of the back?" I was like, "Oh, I get a little puffing." I was like, "Oh, let me have a quick feel." 
I actually um got like a good story. It's like back back when I was working in IKEA, there was like um lots of people who complain about lower back pain. So I was like, oh, can I have a quick feel? And then I like acupressure it. And your like workmates, right? No, no, customers. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyone, anyone, anyone that's anyone, coming in. That's right. He's turning IKEA into a clinic, dude. That's right. <laughs> I've actually like talked to him. They're like, oh yeah, if you do, and, like start a clinic, let us know. It's, like, it's good. It's good word of mouth. I do that at work too. I do that at work. I just, I'm like, hey, can I feel your pulse? Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, some, yeah I don't know. For some, re- for, some re- for some reason, people feel like I have like kidney problems. Probably lots of standing. I, hey, oh, never made the connection. Mm. But it was like more like, it's like very physiological kidney problems. Like, Or they're just like, af- like they're constantly afraid, afraid of shoes. Of customers. <laughs> 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 you went for shoes? I had to get in before you threw that in. <laughs> <laughs> they're afraid of the staring eyes of the shoelaces. That's it, dude. The Nike tick, it's coming for you. It's coming for you. So you didn't. Particularly quiet this podcast. She's cold. I, I think the listeners have missed you a little bit. They're like, it's cold. I'm sorry. This is my house. Is there like a small heater that I can steal from another room? I can get one for the next episode. <laughs> next episode? Next episode. Okay. Thanks. So, is there anything else we'd like to um, talk about with our lower back pain for our last seven minutes Herbs. that we have to fill? Ooh, Ooh, true. What yeah, B yeah. brought up. Uh, the formula before Du Ho Chi Xing One, but um, what else do you guys go to in terms of herbs? I mean, Liu Wei. I guess if it's or more like kidney, like kidney deficient, like just treating the kidney, depending obviously. But Liu Wei Di Huang One, you can, if it's like presenting in other ways too, you can always use other modifications and other variations, maybe. Yeah, yeah definitely. Bajing Sun for me. Ooh. Yeah, like this so patient like coming with like. 20 problems and lower back was one of them all gone just go for a budget don't worry about it that's it send them on away sometimes the simple stuff works that's like, pretty good you know you gotta start at the bottom like I've been told you know um, don't start with like everything because when that doesn't work you've got nowhere to go yeah so like start with the bottom start with like a budget something like tonify chi and blood and like keep it basic and then see if that works and if it doesn't, you can modify or add or take away or whatever and, like, build up to something that does work. There I was, like, a big good problem, advice. too. Yeah, definitely. Um, there was a problem with that patient, too, because... So, she had a lot of issues going on and then she went to, like, the GP and they prescribed some medication... Like, so much medication, there was no time for herbs and all her condition, like, heart palps, lower back pain, like, anxiety, stress, and I was like, oh, man... Like, I can't tell It makes her. it difficult. Yeah, it makes it really difficult. I can't tell the patient to stop taking, obviously, what's prescribed from the doctor. So, I'm just like, like, yeah, I'll give you this. When, like, after two hours apart from whatever medication, try your best to take these. Something is better than nothing. Yeah, even if they're taking it, like, once a day or something like that. Um, yeah. Anything else in terms of formulas? What do you? What's your go-to, Charlene, for lower back pain type formulas? Or is it all been covered? covered i mean you can use a yogui one for kidney um mm. but i mean i'm similar to tom in that people it when the back pain that i see is not just back pain it's like coupled with other things so um it's important to treat the constitution as well yeah cool is there particular herbs that target the back um just from the top of the top of the top of the dome don't think so no 
What about acupuncture? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I think I know more about like acupuncture. Yeah, wise. actually, you can like I really love treating lower backs because you can use like the two on the hand, the yao tong shui, <laughs> um, and that's like a yeah more reading. It's like for lower back pain, that's like directly on the sides of the spine, um, which is really tender. Yeah, that, yeah, that is tender. Kind of just below um, Sanjiao four or three there. Oh, and wait. <coughs> yeah, a bit lower, B. Um, Just about there. Yeah, on both On yeah, both sides. Like one there and one there. Um, or you can, like, use the bladder channel or yeah. what else runs through the back? Bladder. Yeah, that's yeah, pretty that's much it. it. Yeah. And the do. And the Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watos are always Watos good. Watos great. Do you guys thread usually or do you guys um, use the whole... I go in towards, like in towards the spinal spine. process. Yeah. There's like I feel a like couple that. of muscles... In there as well. Um, what was the one starting with R called again? I have no idea. Mm. I can't remember off the top of my head. But um, Matt Callison does some really good uh, Huato Jaji stuff. And he's got a few videos on YouTube. Um, definitely recommend like checking him out if you want to learn more about Huatos. Mm. Uh, I've seen. Uh, you showed me a video <coughs> where it was like it opened up. The f- like it was a surgery. Yeah, of him like opening up uh, a cadaver. Um, yeah, that's it. That's it. That was first of all it was a cadaver, so I was like, "Whoa!" But like, that was really interesting to see because they also talked about um, lots of judges on the thoracic too. Yeah, yeah, and like trying to get to like the deeper levels. Yeah, um, that was really cool. And trying to show like how less like less dangerous it is. Um, not that it's not dangerous, but less dangerous. And yeah. To be less scared of yeah. like going a little bit deeper or whatever I'd, you need I'd, to be. I'd, I'd be too scared i still i'm still a little bit scared to do it but i guess it's like the the um uni spooks they're like hey you should be safe and this yeah because we're always taught like it's like what judges go in like just tap it in and insert till it stands and that's it like don't touch <laughs> but yeah the more experience i suppose yeah i don't, don't really do what judges in general in the thoracic just because yeah i you know, just don't i find like uh, i find it's pretty good yeah um you can treat Wato Jajis and back shoe and sort of front shoe and treat sort of all three mm. um, to do with like conditions and stuff like that. Mm. Um, to like turn a fire. Yeah, 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 yeah. To yeah. like yeah. not enhance the functions of those back shoe points but to sort of tap into those even more. Do you find you yourself um, needling the sacral foramen a lot? Like, you know, your bladder 32s and your... No, because it's so hard. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, just, I just leave it. I, I, I find I, it too difficult. I nailed it once during class, and then so it just boosted my confidence to do it in clinic. And then I stuffed it up a couple of times. And I'm like, nah, screw it, I'm not doing it anymore. Yeah, because you just like insert, hit the bone. You're like, like ah, it's oh, well. like you're just like, like especially like learning days. You're just like, yeah, it's like there's a muscle there somewhere, but I miss that. Don't worry about it. But if you're treating lower back, um, I would definitely recommend like looking for these things, like just having a feel, even if their pain isn't. Like where it is, like where you're looking, like have a look for the sacral frame and like count all the vertebrae, have a feel of the muscles, like find the the PSIS and find the SIJ and like just be familiar with all these structures. Yeah, and I think that's I think that's important, and and especially where you've got it there, like as you know, you're just having a feel around as long as the patient feels comfortable and you're not doing like anything too much. But yeah, and and looking at the range of motion too, that's a good one. 
like seeing how far they can twist, how far they can bend down and what gives them pain. It gives you a good understanding of what muscles and which muscles are being used. And if, you, if you're not really, if your anatomy isn't really great like mine, at least you can get an idea of where, like... Um, like you can see the functional yeah. like side of things and you can be like, oh, like you can kind of tell that this yeah. is what's going on. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Charlene doing some... Charlene, you did it. You did it. We've made it to the end of this podcast. You didn't and on that note, <laughs> <laughs> to like and subscribe and comment what you want to hear about next. And don't forget to join our Facebook group for some discussions. Yeah, and we'll post um, every second Thursday. So look out for that. Turn on the, the notification to get our little name up there. And as always, we're the Forever Young Podcast and we'll hear from you next time. Bye. Bye.